Um, I hope by now you feel the total permission that if you um, don't want to incline toward a loving kindness or compassion, empathetic joy, it's fine. You know, if you hear my voice, just note hearing. (laughs) You know, you don't have to. Or if you hit a block, um, you can go back to Vipassana in any time, and then you can always just back go back so so don't feel like it you have to be tight about it and also if you have the base in the loving kindness practice and you want to just keep doing that keep doing it yourself or easy being or all beings whatever is your easiest And lastly, if you do try, like you try the empathetic joy for a while, and then you feel like um, that was a nice taste, but you'd like to shift back to um, loving kindness or compassion, that's fine. I had someone who had done tried to do loving kindness for 25 years and the other brahma viharas weren't offered so he couldn't do the metta and then he came to a retreat in Honolulu many 25 years later and uh, we offered the mudita and he just lit up like that something clicked for him and it, it's that feeling you know that um, you know you're not going to be just blissed out of mudita the rest of your life it's not that it's not like that it's that sense that oh you know there's a possibility possibility of me even doing this sometimes and he, so it's like that's that was his doorway into his heart So sometimes when we shift to empathetic joy, sometimes it's helpful to have that um, context that when our system closes down, like if you took flower petals and you just close it down, um, or it opens up, you don't just get to open up to the good stuff. And you don't just get to open up to the hard stuff. Or pl- so so the, the sense that when we open, um, we open to pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, how life is. And when we close, we close to pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. And it's okay to open and close, open and close. But to just stay stuck closed is very painful. But it also can be painful to be stuck open if you have no equanimity with the range of joy and sorrow. So the classical... um, or traditional way to do the mudita is to think of someone who 
is relatively happy or um, you, you sense some joy or there might be something in particular that you're happy for them for. All of these Brahma-viharas, um, in the traditional way, you often have to add acceptance in, in your own understanding. So the traditional phrase that I was given when I started it was, it makes me laugh because it's, um, may your happiness and success never end. And it's like, <laughs> I just walked out of the interview like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, that's so not what we're doing, <laughs> you know. But actually the compassion phrase I was given was, may you be free from suffering. And then if you look at the metta phrases, you know, they, they, again, the, the phrases I was given was, you know, may you be safe and protected. You know, that's you know, when you start doing it, you start feeling like, oh, that's, that's pretty questionable, right? You know, you start going through it. And may, you know, you're doing somebody who might be sick, and you're like, may you be strong and healthy of body. And what I'm trying to say is that often you have to go through a kind of re-understanding, um, even of the translations, until you start to see that, oh, what this means is that the acceptance is a given. The, accept, the unconditional acceptance is a given. It's love infused with unconditional acceptance. It's compassion infused with unconditional acceptance, meaning that we get that um, there's a range of joy and sorrow. And then within this range of so- joy and sorrow, can we feel kindness can we care about pain? Can we appreciate joy, even though it changes? What's wonderful about empathetic joy is that you're tuning into joy. You're tuning into pleasant, and you're appreciating it. Uh, so the phrases I did, or phrase I did for this was, um, I appreciate the joy in my life or I appreciate the joy in our life, or I appreciate the joy in your life. And with also with these um, practices, you can just keep going like you have with a metta or compassion, in meaning that start where it's easy, yourself or the easy, or just... Also, you can do that just quiet abiding, or you've been introduced to so many different ways of doing this at this point that um, I will probably do a body scan with this one. But you're welcome to do any other way, like the it could be appreciation pouring all over you rather than compassion or care. It can be any, any way. So there are probably a myriad um, amount, myriad amounts of joyful moments on the retreat, whether it's um, some food that really was um, what you needed and wanted at that moment, or the fact that we get to have some food here.
that we're not hungry. It's huge that we're not hungry. So that's where the appreciative joy comes in, just that sense of we have shelter, we have screens. And I lived in a place in northern Maine where a lot of the people that I lived around had no screens. And it was really incredibly buggy. It's, it's, we take so much for granted, right? We have clothes, we have screens, we have, t- we have heat. We, you know, there's so much that um, we can remember, particularly when things are difficult, that, you know, that we can appreciate. We can love so many of the animals, but they actually have such a hard time. You know, at the least we're not wondering if some hawk's going to come and eat us any second, right? It's not, it's, it's very, um, we're very protected in comparison. And that's something we can um, take in. Also, just when the sun comes out and we can feel the warmth of the sun... One of my favorite stories about the Buddha is when he got old and he would just sit outside on a, on a, on a um, log and warm his back in the sun. I think it might be my favorite story about the Buddha. It's so human. It's so important. I find for myself it's often very simple joys that I tune into if I offer the mudita or receive it, that it's, it's something like getting to, again, getting to feel a little warmth of the sun or the shade if I'm hot or, you know, some food that I love that I got to have some or, <laughs> it's really like, if I like popcorn, so getting to have some popcorn you know, it's very simple, but um, you don't have to imagine that it has to be somebody having something so out of proportion to how life really is. And this one is interesting in that you can actually receive the appreciation energetically. So we can receive kindness, we can receive care, we can actually receive appreciation or gratitude. I understand that gratitude is the deepest spiritual emotion we can experience because we have to have received well, you can't fake it. You can be told to count your blessings to your blue in your face, but if you're not in the mood, you can't. You know, you just can't. So really, if you're not in the mood for gratitude, just shift to compassion or, you know, again, to just your moment-to-moment experience. This is something that has to be, we can be grateful for our breath. In fact, 
it's the most fundamental thing we could be grateful for. You can't go along without a breath. (laughs) Water. How long can we go without water? So every day I walk up here, I go by a chipmunk that has found a spot, a kind of a gold mine of chipmunk food. I don't quite know. It's some kind of little something, but it's like this whole pile of them. And I go by every day, and it's like, and now the squirrels have found it. And it's just like this incredible banquet going on down there. So, you know, if I think of Mudita, it's the first thing I think of today because it's, it's just such a happy little place down there. You know, it's really powerful. They're getting to eat, and it's easy. They're already broken up. You know, they're not even, they don't even have to crack them. <laughs> they're just piling it in like how I eat popcorn. <laughs> Yeah. It's, they're having so much fun. But it's, it, you might not have that image, but it's just anything you can start with that's easy. It could be somebody smiled at you when you were in first grade. It doesn't have to be huge, but it had that effect of appreciation and gratitude. So we'll just start there. If you can just, it could be your easy being or easy place. And you can go back and forth again with abiding with or receiving, easy being. But have that, see if you can maybe start with the kindness, care. But we're not focusing on pain or suffering. We're focusing on joy, pleasant, receiving it or seeing it in some being or some place. And just practice tuning into that and seeing if you can appreciate it. And you can say sometimes quietly to yourself, I appreciate the joy in your life or our life if you have that sense, the felt sense of the being or place or mine. Just see where you connect.
just calling it up, calling up mudita, and seeing what happens. And if you want to try this as a body scan, you just go to the, your eyes. And at first, doing the Vipassana, just noticing your moment-to-moment experience. Light, shadow. Maybe there's tension behind the eyes or not. Just see if you can tune into an appreciation for being able to see. Seeing. And noticing that that appreciation or gratitude can seep into the cells there, receiving gratitude there, without trying to make anything happen, can just quietly connect. The connection, the quiet connection can be enough. can tune into all the pleasant sights you've seen in your life. It's just all the beauty, beauty for beauty's sake. And our ears, 
softness that we can hear. And all the beautiful sounds tuning into the beauty, beautiful sounds. and appreciating them or that we can hear itself can receive the silence you can appreciate the silence And you can go anywhere where you notice thinking happening. It might be inside your head, outside your head, in front of your forehead, behind, just spatially. Being grateful that we can think even relatively well. Just infusing that area with appreciation or a quiet connection without getting involved in them. Just a kindness or appreciation
And you can shift to smelling and tasting. All the pleasant smells and tastes or that we can smell and can taste. can at least say thank you sometimes. And then our fathom-long body. Extraordinary. Just take your time to notice whatever physical sensations are happening. You can just kind of Scan from the top of your head to your feet. Just take your time on the surface or the space around the surface. Just to feel that wind, air touching us. Quietly abiding in appreciation. Thank you. Or you can just take one part like your hands that do so much for us.
and our breath. And our emotional body, just mind and body, emotion is a mixture. Is that we can feel emotion, receive it, metta, karuna, mudita, upeka, for example. happiness, joy, the pleasant emotions, appreciating them, or appreciating that we have all of them. And then if you want to and can, just kind of tune into your neighbors to your left, right. Remembering that we all share this vast range of joy and sorrow but tuning into the joy in their life. And appreciating it. I appreciate the joy in your life. You can, just in case, add in past or future. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A preemptive strike. <laughs> mm. and with everyone in the room. There's so much joy. And we can appreciate it. You can open that up as far as you want. You can have it like you have the whole earth inside your heart, this beloved jewel. When we first could see it from space, the blues and greens of the oceans, the deserts, the forests, ice caps take in this vast vastness of beauty enjoy the stars A few grains of sand on a beach or the whole universe. May we appreciate the joy in our lives.
it's an optional question and answer period. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.